this episode of Earth to Brit, brought to you by Yellow Wave Productions, is dedicated to George, my baby beta fish. George, you are so loved. You will always be so loved. And I also want to thank, real quick, Mallory and family for bringing you into my life. Our time was way too short. It always is. There's never enough time. But you will always be remembered and you will always have a special place in my heart. I love you so much. Swim on, baby boy. Get after it. This is a Yellow Wave production. crying you're crying no I'm actually not crying so if you're crying I'm sorry you know my number get a hold of me and by number I mean not my actual number unless you know me personally which I think I should just start this over hey guys what's up Brit here at earth to Brit bringing you the finale episode 20 of season one it's the finale um that's amazing to me is there any rhyme or reason to the podcast not necessarily doesn't mean there won't be in the future but it also doesn't mean there will be um i've got a lot of ideas already and a lot of things in place in forward movement for next season um the only thing i'm not sure of as of right now is how long of a break i'm going to be taking but i will let you know before the episode is over so in your world i guess you could say before the night is over because I'm assuming you listen to this in one sitting, if not at least in one day. If not, fine. You do you. No worries. I'm not judging. I'm just glad we're all here together. I'm glad you're enjoying my show. Um, Yeah, 20 episodes. It's like crazy to think about. Um, I remember the moment. I remember the moments leading up to wanting to do a podcast, but not even allowing myself to like fully recognize the idea because I had not a clue how to do any of it in such a way that I didn't even think about it. Like, how could I do this? It was just like a, man, I think I'd be really good at a podcast or I think I'd really enjoy that. And then I found out about Anchor and I dove in. I've said it before. I haven't gone into detail. Maybe I will. But all I want you to know about that right now is that I'm just amazed looking back at this season I'm amazed at how difficult it is, how much work it is for the most basic stuff. If I were to try to have certain things or do even more, I don't I don't I don't want to limit myself. I just don't even know what that would look like because this was such I had to fight for this every week. Every single week I had to claw and fight for this. And I did it. And I'm so happy I did it. That was never in question whether to do it or not. I am just so happy that I, I am just so proud of myself. Because no matter what happened, I made it happen. <sighs> and that's a huge accomplishment in my book. So yeah, I'm just reflecting, as you can tell, probably, on this whole past season and all the, all the things. How hard it was, how, how easy other things were, the growth... The first time and my first episode or intro or whatever I put out there went out, how I was just paralyzed with fear, basically, how I wanted to throw up and laugh at the same time, how 
it's taken me so long, but also happened so quick at the same time that I can look back and say, damn, that's actually not bad at all. It's almost like once you separate yourself from something you've created or from your own work as a creative or an artist out there, anyone listening, it's it's so crazy how when you separate yourself from that and then when you go back into it, when you're farther along and you've learned more and accomplished more and conquered more and you look at that and you don't see it as a failure even, you're just like, wow, you are good. Like you've got this. And then as you're listening and going on and on and on and listening to each episode longer and longer, you know, after giving it some time, you can hear yourself growing. Like I look back and listen to episodes, but not recent, like not when I first started it recently, I've done this and I am amazed. Like it's almost like looking back through the years at a younger version of yourself and like thinking, Oh girl, you have so much to learn, but then what you can look back in your memories and see you learning. It's the same thing, but on a kind of a faster scale because we're talking within a year even. So it's, it's really cool. I'm just really proud of myself. I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. There's so many things I could have done differently or better, but that's the thing. There's always going to be things I could do better or more perfectly. I am so happy with what I've done. And that right there, my friends, is key. The finale. Goosebumps, you guys. The finale. What women want. Coming at you fresh from a woman. Can I get a what what? All right. So seriously, though, I really want to tell you guys we're going to cover everything. I have got so many outlines for this episode that I realized I have to cut this back because it will be a week-long episode. I'm not kidding. I would have to record for 24 hours a day, seven days a week to get even a little bit of what I wanted to say out there. And obviously, that's not feasible right now. So we're going to touch on every subject. I'm I'm just going to go nuts on this. And next season, narrow down some of the things that are most... like what I get feedback with, what people want to hear more about or what people react the most to. I will focus on that for you guys separately next season. For sure. I got you. We we will do this. We will do this. So do not hold back, please. And that includes you too, men, because women are like warriors. We really are. And I don't even want to hear anything else about it. But we also like we care about men too but but really we don't need like we really could we do and we really could run the world and i do not mean that in a way to discredit anything that men do that's not the point i am just saying we can literally do it all i can do anything you can do better like it it's true because we can have kids too we can bring life into the world so we can do everything you can and that and that is not a to be like what now because it science you have no control over that more than anything all i'm trying to say is just like recognize that and then take a step back and then let's come back together and let's do the damn thing and change the way this is all happening right now with the gender pay gap and feminist movements and just misinformation let's clear the air it's time because it's actually past time in my opinion because it's 2019 we're really coming up fast on 2020 i am not about to start 2020 to be alive on this earth on this beautiful planet in 2020 and have gender pay gap and feminist issues be an actual thing in my life i refuse and i am asking you everyone men and women i don't care it doesn't matter 
get on board and let's do the damn thing. It's time. I don't want to push men away with my rally, but I also, more than not wanting to push you away, men, I want women to wake the fuck up. Those who aren't awake yet, wake up and snap out of it. Do you not realize that? Like all the things you can do plus some, get with it, girlfriend. Because the sooner you do that, the sooner we can get this ball rolling. And it's it needs to be rolling. We're, we're a little bit behind in the relay, okay? Picture it like that. It's a relay race. And uh, we're behind. We have time to catch up, but we're behind. So figure it out. Pull it together. Jump on board. Wipe your nose. Pull your pants up. Tighten your ponytail. Let's go. So in no particular order, I'm going to toss this down as number one. Women want to not always be looked at or tried to figure out in a way that pleases men. Like, what does a woman want from a man? What is a woman? Guess what? There's so much more than that. So let's start there. What do we want in our life without any fucking man in sight? You'd have nothing to do with it and at this point in time, okay? Like, you don't exist right now you don't exist that's number one not that you don't exist just that you're not assumed to be like our number one like what we want for men it's absurd for so many reasons like where do i start um probably let's start with the fact that maybe not all women like men um also the fact that women don't need men like why is that why is that the only thing that comes up even when i search what do women want in the workplace? It goes right back to men. Like, what, what? No, that's number one. It's not about you. It's about us. Four things that women want at her workplace being the most important four things. I would argue four things humans want in the workplace. Pay time off, that's sick days, personal days, vacation days. Salary satisfaction, bonuses, merit increases, cost of living adjustments, overall compensation. The people you work with, you want them to be respectful, professional, and unbiased coworkers. Flexible work hours, the ability to set your schedule as long as you get your work done. Number, f- that last one, I'm having a hard time breathing because fuck yes. Fuck yes. That is all I want. I want more, but that's like the number one always. All of those things I just said, I feel like not only women want them, everyone wants them. If you're a human being, you want that. And I also have a very strong feeling and trying to be more modest about this, although I know I'm right. (laughs) Bear with me. If we got that as people especially women, get ready to have your mind blown at everything that happens. It's insane. That would change everything. Discussion of the gender pay gap or the difference in what women earn versus what men earn is largely centered around the data point that women, on average, earn 80 cents for every white man's dollar, even when they do the same job. That means that even after a full year of equal work, women don't earn their fair share until the beginning of April, the following year, a day marked as equal pay day. But easy as that fact may be to understand on a surface level, The reasons the gender pay gap exists are much more nuanced than employers simply paying women less than men. Here are five reasons the gender pay gap exists, and this is according to research. Number one, women dominate low-paying fields. Just as there are like male-dominated fields, there are also female-dominated fields. And they're most often care-oriented fields like education or nursing, childcare, administrative work. Women don't dominate pink-collar jobs because they're better at them, but because historically, women haven't been allowed or encouraged to pursue careers in fields like engineering and tech. 
This gendered split is called occupational sorting, and it causes women to earn less than men simply because jobs in teaching pay less than jobs in male-dominated fields. So while it can't, you know, while like occupational sorting can't completely explain the gender gap, <clears throat> excuse me, it is absolutely used to explain why there are certain discriminations, like women choose low paying fields and then they earn less when really research shows that even within fields male or female dominated there are substantial gender-linked pay discrepancies so basically saying okay let's take that tech job and let's look at the male and female aspects of the people working in that in the same level same expertise same everything qualifications all of that and females are still making less that something smells a little fishy here, if I might say myself. Basically, what women want is basic human rights, and that includes being paid for a job that somebody else is getting paid for, the who's a man, pay us the same. It's seriously super simple. It's actually, it just, it's it's naturally what makes sense. So let's do that, okay? And that, that means whatever field it is, whether it's female or male-dominated, doesn't matter. Seriously, it doesn't matter. Another fun fact, and I say fun with a very, like, trying to be serious face. It's not fun at all. It's actually disturbing. Several, there are several men being paid for a job that was passed over a woman applicant and it turns out when they went back and looked at the women's applications and their field and and their expertise, they were far more qualified. So they're making less money and they got passed over for this job for a man who's now making more money and who is very, very, very significantly less qualified than the female. And that's, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to laugh. I, I swear I am. But I, like, that's so ridiculous. I, how do you not laugh? That's so stupid. But it's so funny because guess what? It's real life. It That's true. That is accurate. That is true. It's real. It's hilarious, but it's also very embarrassing. Another reason that the gender pay gap exists is because the United States does not offer universal paid parental leave. So here's the facts. After giving birth, women need. It's not a want. It's not a luxury. It's a need. You would not know that living in the U.S., but it is in fact, you guys, scientifically speaking, it is in fact a need to take maternity leave after giving birth. And our country's policies do little to meet that need. Although the U.S. has the Family and Medical Leave Act, which guarantees 12 weeks of unpaid leave to some workers, ours is the only industrialized country and one of the only countries in the world without a national paid parental leave policy, meaning it's up to companies to create their own parental benefits. Some do, and we applaud them, but according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, that margin is small, with only 17% of companies offering paid parental leave and 89% offering unpaid. As a result, many working women are forced to take unpaid time away from their jobs, causing the gap between men's and women's pay to grow. On average, women experience a wage loss of 4% for each child, a phenomenon known as the motherhood penalty. We will discuss this later, but that is actually a thing. The stigma around men taking parental leave, paid or unpaid, widens this gap. In 2013, Rutgers University found that men who requested family leave were at a greater risk for penalties such as decreased salary, demotion, being passed over for a promotion, or even being fired. Unfortunately, it's much more common and lucrative for men to take short or no leaves of absence in what's called the fatherhood bonus. A man experiences an average 6% wage increase for each child he has. So here we have it. We've got this gender gap that is well known. It is, you can't ignore it anymore. It's there and it's known and it's an issue. And we're going to widen that gap by punishing mothers for being mothers and giving men bonuses. All of the little things that go into that about the mom staying home and the dad going to work, there are so many things within that that I have not enough time in this world to even begin to talk about. I would like to mention the fact that that's fucked up. 
that's messed up, you guys. And here we are, America, where we pride on ourselves on being the best and the greatest and most industrialized. I, again, Brit here, raising my hand for everyone. Do you guys see me here? Hi, waving emphatically. Brit, I'm right here. I call bullshit. I think we're absolutely immature and we're only, we're just, we are so immature and we, we are not the best. We're not. We are very behind. We, but then again, I understand America is relatively young. It's like in, within the world, we're, we're toddlers. We're the toddler screaming me, me, me. But you know what? When are, it's, it's time to like go into the next stage because I can't, I don't think we can like be sustained this way. We, it's not sustainable to live this way, especially now that uh, we're recognizing and realizing how looking around at other countries, how further along they are and how we have so many resources and we're not doing a damn thing with them. And I think it does start with the basics, family, next generation, next generation, next generation, the kids, they're the future, literally they're the future. We need to start now and we need to start at the most basic unit, which is the family unit. And from then on, it can only impact everything else in a very positive way. But what happens in the family unit begins, it it sets the tone for everything else. And right now it is very, it's not, it's dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional and it's not appropriate. And it's definitely not 2019 coming into 2020 appropriate. By far, it is absolutely embarrassing if we're going to talk on that level. Something women want, especially mothers, whether you be working women or stay-at-home women, which that job is a job I would never want to have. So applaud yourself, please. I'm applauding you daily. Get it. But I also, I still, I can't help but like, want to just run in the opposite direction when I think of that being, that's not an option for me. It's just not. But women also want to, were we to decide to have children, we earn the right and the benefit and the necessity to stay at home after and heal physically, mentally, emotionally, and to bond as a family. So what women also want is time after birth, paid and our husbands and significant others, baby daddy, whatever you are, the other half of that equation, same for them. Without any bonuses or penalties on either side, it's equal slate, clean slate, equality. And we want it now. That's what we want. That's another thing we want. Want add it to the list. Are you guys keeping track? Start writing it down. Now. Add it to the list. I know exactly. And I don't, same. I don't want to hear somebody say, well, I can't afford that or they can't afford that or they're not doing that. Stop, 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 stop. Be, set the example. Just start it, start it. Like if you're doing it or they're not doing it, why do I have to grow up? Grow up, first of all. Second of all, everyone just do it. Suck it up, buttercups, and just do it. Because if we're all doing it, then there's no excuse. And that's what it should be. There should not be an excuse. This, there's no excuse for what is happening in America right now. There's no excuse. Another reason the gender pay gap exists, which, side note, sidebar, we're not going to focus on pay gap, okay? Or even work things in general this whole time. This is just a really, really big issue. Like it's a glaring issue that I can't, I can't see past the spotlight until I address it. And then I'm able to turn off that light. And then I can look around and see what other issues there are, which a plenty, there are plenty. But until I talk this about this huge, huge issue, I I can't, there's no way to get around it. So bear with me. We will discuss other things, but this is it for right now. This is a big chunk of it. There is still an unequal distribution of household and child care duties. So unpaid work, like caring for children, household chores, emotional labor, which, look it up, emotional labor. Oh, that's huge. I will discuss it later on, kind of like a huge summary of it, but it's another one that's a huge spotlight like this gender pay gap, but I can only take one one spotlight at a time. So anyways, all those things are still work. And it takes up more of women's time than men's. 
According to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, women in the U.S. spend about four hours doing unpaid work every day compared to men's average about, of about two and a half hours. This unequal distribution is exhausting, especially in a world where dual-income households are increasingly necessary, and it contributes to women experiencing higher rates of burnout than men. It's also a reason women are more likely to switch to part-time or less stressful, low-paying jobs. Why juggle being a top executive and a mom when you could take a pay cut and preserve your sanity? I couldn't have said it better, but also it makes me so angry. There are ways to mitigate this factor of the pay gap. Companies can offer flexible, judgment-free work hours or remote options, and couples can map out more equitable division of labor at home. When deciding who does what, consider the toll of each person's job and how your family's needs will change over time. Labor evolves. So what's another thing that women want, especially working women? Equality in all things. Are you guys sensing a theme? Equality in chores, equality in childcare, equality in all of it. Emotional labor, which is something that unfortunately, until we stand up for ourselves, which I touch on next, and advocate for ourselves, you got to just do it for yourself, okay? But you got to look into emotional labor to understand what I'm talking about, but... Basically, women don't want to work just as long as men do and make less money and then also add four and a half hours more because of these things, especially emotional labor on a, in a day. So more work, less pay equals, anyone going to guess what I'm going to say? More work, less pay equals bullshit either way. No matter how you look at it, that's bullshit. Again, we're finishing up. These are the last two top two sections about the gender pay gap. But another reason it exists is because women are not advocating for themselves. We know from research that women aren't advocating for themselves where it matters, the pursuit of more pay. According to a study by Glassdoor, women are 16% less likely than men to negotiate their salary. And in total, about half of women have never negotiated their salary at all. And when, in her site, asked women whether they'd ask for a raise in the past 12 months, 60% said no. There's also the issue of women choosing to only apply to jobs they're completely qualified for, which causes them to miss out on higher-paying opportunities or even simply valuable job hunting and interviewing experience. Men apply for jobs when they meet just 60% of the qualifications, whereas women apply only if they meet 100% of them. Again, insane it's insane stand up for yourself ask for a raise and get what you're worth you know again ignore my son in the background who i'm pretty sure they're doing an exorcism downstairs without my permission but oh my god what else i want this woman personally i want other than for you all to advocate for yourselves and get the damn raise i want for my kid to chill out that would be great Anybody else with me? Anybody else? I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. You don't have to admit it out loud, but I know I'm not alone. Last but not least for the gender pay gap, and then we move on. Gender discrimination is still so real. The reality is that gender discrimination still factors heavily into how women are treated at work, especially in terms of pay. Women are paid less than their male peers for doing the same work, even though it's illegal. Or they're promoted less often because they're women, mothers, pregnant, or any number of gender-related reasons. This discrimination goes unchecked for multiple reasons. Our work culture discourages employees from discussing pay with one another. In her site found that only 36% of women have had a male colleague tell them he makes so-and-so. So while we may know that the pay gap exists in general, individuals may not be aware of their personal pay gap. Plus, Few companies have full or, par- or partial pay transparency policies, which reveal discrepancies in pay. Tangentially, boys' club cultures also often devalue and exclude women and minorities in male-dominated industries. So, something else women want is, again, basic human rights, equality, just stop paying 
us less simply because we're women or mothers or what have you. Because come to find out, women are able to focus on certain tasks more than men. They also do four and a half hours on average, more work a day than men. And fun fact for all of you, I saved this for the end, those women that were punishing for having children by giving them unpaid leave, if they even get that, while their husbands don't get anything except for a bonus for not taking leave, those women can benefit you. And this has been scientifically proven, and there are countless, countless, you guys, I'm not joking, countless theories. And then they've been proven with research, and I can send that to you guys. I can put that on the um, show notes. I will try to remember to pick one of my favorite ones, because like I said, thousands of research that proves women who have had children are exponentially more valuable than any other person. So if anything, if we're wanting to be not racist, not sexist, but specific, like very play favorites, the women who have had children are the queens. Literally and physically, metaphorically, all of the things, the queens. They kick ass throughout every test you throw at them across the board every all the research shows they kick ass women who have had children are the ones you want to hire they will take you above and beyond so until that happens i wish oh my dream would be for women and women with kids to not work until we're compensated correctly as we should be and then some. And to do that, you got to stand up for yourself and you have to share this information. Share the podcast, share what I'm telling you, look it up and then share whatever you find, share it and stand strong. You cannot, we cannot do this without you. And that me, and I'm talking to everyone, men included. We all need to be in this together and to be the best we can be. And that starts with equality. I mean, come on. Oh, I mean, seriously, I'm going to lose my voice just trying to say the same thing over and over. So yeah, that's the gender pay gap and why it exists and some fun facts and little slide-ins of what women want as far as that goes. And usually it's, like I've said a hundred times, basic human rights and equality. Those are, those are the two main, okay? Not difficult. Not difficult at all. It's actually necessary and it's basic. It's, it's, it's a, it should be a given. Thank you very much. The top 10 things people claim to have taken for granted when they were alive. How important they were to so many. How easy life was when they stopped struggling. That all of their prayers and thoughts made a difference. That there really were no coincidences how far ripples of kindness actually spread. What really was important, happiness, friends, love, that any and all dreams can come true. How good looking and fun they always were. How much guidance they received at all times. That love was fully present in everything, always. As expressed by the recently departed fresh after their life review on the big, big screen. Ah, the universe. P.S. There's still time, Brit. Are you interested in signing up for Notes from the Universe? You will get them daily and as of recently, weekends included. If you are interested or a little bit curious, check it out at www.tut. That's T- ut.com for everyone in the back www.tut.com enjoy real quick for all you math fans out there that whole four and a half hour to two and a half hour thing that little bit i did bbc a very reputable website they found that women with children work 39 days a year more than men. Mic drop.
I'm done. This episode's over. 39 more days a year. And we don't even get equal pay. I want equal pay. I want bonuses. And I want to have the freedom to make my own schedule because I'm a goddamn adult with a child. I can do this better than anyone else. Let me be an adult and do my damn thing. And the fact that I'm working 39 more days a year than the average man. (laughs) I mean, what can I say? Where do I start? Where do I start on this argument? Anyone want to tell me? Because I am so ready to just do the damn thing and not protest necessarily, but I'm ready to just stop working until it's fair. As, and I need, not as long as, but I need you all to do the same. Women, join me. Men, support your women. Or support a woman. Or support the women in general. Support the basic fundamental right as a human being to be equal. We don't have to prove ourselves. We've done that. The science shows. We've not only proved ourselves, we've made you look less than, and we don't look at you that way. So, what's it going to be, fellas? What's it going to be? There's a choice to be made. What's it going to be, ladies? Are you going to stand by and take the same old, same old? Are you going to just stand up for yourself advocate for yourself and let's do this let's close this gap it needs to be closed stat a couple of fun facts about women women after giving birth take on average two full years to heal Mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's all inclusive, baby. And I just want you to take a second and think about that. So it takes two years to fully, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the things heal after having a child. There are two things that stand out to me about that. The fact that no one told me that before, and I know for a fact that it's very true, longer if you've got a history like a traumatic birth or anything like that which I did obviously um <clears throat> it's like a well-known fact about me and then the other thing that stands out is that well okay so besides that is that women are going to work in America not any other country well maybe some third world I, I'm not sure about that but the other ones like Denmark and Sweden all those things France, they have way longer time off. Women are going back to work. If you're in America, like the ideal dream in quotes is three months of paid. What the No, three months. That's it. That's it. And then, but but majority are not getting paid. So they either do three months unpaid or a couple months more unpaid. Or they go back like within two weeks. That's in sane to me I I my brain cannot wrap around I I honestly truly cannot wrap my brain around that no 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 that's so crazy and then the last the second thing that sticks out to me is I think about those people who have not necessarily Irish twins but who are pregnant and have like two under two if you've heard of that saying or that hashtag two years old like you, when you have a two-year-old, like your body is just then finally healing on average. Remember that as well. That's on average. And then to throw in another pregnancy, like it's amazing that I don't even know. It's so many things are amazing about that. I don't where do I start? Um, that more people. This sounds crude, but that more women don't die. But then again, that might be a small part of the mortality rate in America, which is also the highest. I'm not sure. Probably the highest because we're stressed out as hell. Like we're working all the time. We're popping out babies and then going back to work and, and then more babies. Like no wonder our mortality rate is high. What, what do you expect? 
You can't go, 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 go and expect the world from somebody and not compensate or give them due rest or due healing time and have everybody live happily ever after. That's not how it works, you know? In 16th century France, women could charge their husbands with impotence as a reason for divorce. The convicted husbands would have to prove themselves in a public trial through successfully ejaculating. <laughs> well, I'm laughing mostly because that's just like wild. And go France, you've always been ahead of the curve. And then <laughs> just because you can ejaculate doesn't mean that you're able to have kids. It's just like mind-blowing. I wonder like in the future <clears throat> when however many years from now when there's all these breakthroughs that actually make a difference and they are talking maybe they'll have podcasts or they'll probably have something crazier than that like holocaust like not holocaust mind you holocaust like i i don't know i'm not a star wars person but when they're like beaming you in but you're not really there whatever i might scratch this i might not it's kind of gold so i probably won't but Whatever they're doing, they're going to be talking about us like, can you believe they used to do this or that? And honestly, everything I've talked about in this episode, I guarantee you they're going to think is crazy. Like, can you believe they had women going to work two weeks, three months after they gave birth? Yeah, well, guess what? Maybe I'm from the future because I can't believe it either. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another fun fact. We've got several, so just hold your hold your horses. The two highest IQ scores in recorded history belong to women. Not surprised. Not at all. A woman's clitoris grows throughout her lifetime. This means that many women in their 40s and 50s have stronger orgasms than they did during their teens and 20s. Makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. With wisdom comes pleasure, I guess. <clears throat> Let's see. It is estimated that 6 to 10% of incarcerated women are pregnant, with as many as 1,400 births in prison annually in the United States. Side note, kind of crazy that prison is, in the U.S., just like everything else, it's different, where it's more of like a punishment, strictly, that's it. In, in the whole reform, like trying to reform and rehabilitate, is thrown out there, but it's not, that's not the case. That's not happening as it is in other prisons. Again, there are certain countries where it's even worse. I'm not trying to say that we're the worst country ever, and I'm not, I'm getting too involved. All I'm trying to say is we have all of this, all of the resources, all of this knowledge, all of this freedom, and we're not doing anything with it good. Um, and at least if you're going to look at it that way, we're not doing enough. But there's no rehabilitation at all. It's all just like punishment. It's just worse. It makes everything worse. But the fact that all of these births are happening in these women makes me think of two things. One, where are these babies coming from? Are they getting, are they coming to prison pregnant? Are they coming to prison? Are they, do they have, um, I can't even think right now about those conjugal visits, whatever. Or are they being abused and raped by male prison guards or personnel? How is that happening? And also the fact it's so sad that there are all these births in prison. Like, I wonder how many of those could happen outside of prison if they're reformed or have help. Um, mental, mental illness is a huge, huge, huge issue within that. Uh, let's see what else. Honestly, I can't, I can't stop myself if I tried, so I just have to cut it off and move on. <clears throat> but that should be another episode. Oh, I said it. That's the first time I said it this one, I'm pretty sure. Now that I'm excited. Okay. Women earn more than 60% of all college degrees in the United States. Are you, what? So here we are making less money and we're the ones, as always, more qualified and the numbers are proving that that is true. The numbers are supporting this fact, you guys. It's, it is what it is. Oh my gosh. In the 1940s, women in the United States advertised products to gain weight and thus become more ideally curvy and beautiful. Men wouldn't look at me when I was skinny, said one advertisement. But since I gained 10 pounds this new easy way, I have all the dates I want. 
it's so wild how like now not that long after 1940 it's the opposite it's just crazy in greek mythology the first god to be born after chaos the first element to exist that's amazing first of all was a woman named oh shoot i used to know how to say this gaia 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 i think um mother earth gaia means mother earth um gaia without assistance from a male god then birthed uranus the sky the mountains and pontus which is the sea that's awesome Although male brains are 9% larger than female brains, both have the same amount of brain cells. The brain cells in women merely pack together more densely, taking up less space and getting the shit done all the same or better than. Oh, I'm loving this. Um, Hold on. Wonder Woman 2017 was the first superhero film starring a female lead to be directed by a woman. I did not know that. I did not know it was directed by a woman. And then that was a... What? Oh my gosh. Took long enough, but thank God it finally happened. That's awesome. Mary Anderson invented the windshield wiper in 1903. In addition, women over the years have patented non-reflective glass, disposable diapers, whiteout, and industrial laths, among many other innovations. I don't know what industrial laths means, but whatever. That's awesome. In the last 16 years, a single woman has submitted Mount Everest seven times, more times even than any other woman on Earth. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my gosh, a 43-year-old female school teacher was the first person ever to ride over Niagara Falls in a wooden barrel. Get it, girl. And again, here we go. Next one is about birthing and the mortality rates. Around the world, one woman dies every 90 seconds from complications of pregnancy or childbirth. That's wild. Oh my God. This one, I'm going to end it here because I, I can't handle how much I love this. In Albania, a group of women called Bernatias live in mountain villages as men in order to avoid societal restrictions. They cut their hair, wear men's clothing, practice male gestures and mannerisms, change their names, and swear celibacy. I love and hate that. I hate that that's what it takes, but I freaking, I'm with you. I hate restrictions and I don't want any part of it. So let's like get rid of the restrictions, but also get rid of pretending to be men. Let's flip that around and that'll be amazing. And honestly, I'm reading through the rest and I'm obsessed. We might have to continue this next season. I don't know. Stay tuned. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for being patient. As you can tell, I still have barely a voice, but I'm doing it. Because I love you guys, and I love this podcast, and I am so proud and excited. I'm excited for next season. Stay with me. Let's do it. Get excited. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so great. And I honestly can't, I just can't wait to share with you all the cool things we have lined up for next season. Um, As always, this has been... Brit from Earth to Brit, a Yellow Wave production, which Yellow Wave, I cannot thank you enough for coming into my life and finding me amazing, just destiny perfect. So everyone, I just, if you can't tell, I don't want to end it because I just don't want to be done. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next season. Or I should say, you'll hear me next season. Bye, guys. You are truly the best. Stay golden. Next season, you've got a lot to look forward to. You've got more about what women want, like as far as other topics besides the workplace. You've got what's been going on in my life since we took a break. You've got more psychological things like I really want to cover the uh, Meyer-Briggs test 
And that theory, I want to talk about Carl Sagan. Sagan, Sagan. I want to talk about so many things. I also, have you heard about the murders in Chicago specifically with Tylenol, but they're actually linked to the Unabomber? who is linked to other shit. Like, it's crazy. More murders, more psychology, more everything. Also more what a girl wants. What women want. But at the end of the day, it's just like, it's like taking your heels off. What a girl wants. A lot of things. Like basic shit, by the way. Uh, Spoiler alert. It's basic shit. Like, it's not hard. So, go ahead, men and women out there surprise your fellow women in the world with basic shit and tell me what happens i and i promise not to be surprised i think i said that wrong but i don't care this is the second episode i've come to you wrapping it up on cold medicine but what i'm saying is true like i'm telling you I might be a little bit loopy, might be starting to feel the medicine, but what I'm saying matters. And what I'm saying is what I am intending to say. This is intentional. So, Atticus, I swear to God, can you give it five seconds? Do you see the red light? I'm recording. Everyone out there, send me some major love. I will do the same to you, but I swear to God, I'm losing it. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the end of my frayed. It's not even a regular rope. Sissy's trying to comfort me. That's when you know it's a frayed ass rope and I'm hanging by a thread. So everyone else out there hanging by a thread with me, keep on hanging. Knuckles white, white knuckles, baby. We got this. We're coming back for season two in eight weeks. If you can handle it, if you can handle it, Hang on tight for eight weeks and we'll be back with so much stuff that you are going to love. We're going to blow your mind. Brit can be found wherever you go to get your next podcast fix. My handle on Instagram and Facebook is Earth to Brit Podcast. Emails can be sent to earth to Brit.podcast at gmail.com. The podcast website is www.anchor.fm slash earth to Brit. Remember, Brit is spelled with two T's B R I T T. It's out. This is a Yellow Wave production.